have a timeout. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catch a Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, and I am joined by my duo, my Splash Bro, and my co-host, Zach, my guy. It's been a while since we recorded an episode. It's kind of a slow off-season, but how have you been doing so far, my guy? Um, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. You know, it's August 23rd. Then be yeah, school release. school's like starting, so I mean yeah. you know everyone school is important. Stay in school, kids. Um continue your further your education and it'll put you just further your education. It's it, it's good. Um that didn't make any sense, but <laughs> it's okay. The NBA schedule was released last about a week ago. Wednesday. Wednesday, I think. Um the Warriors have a new 82-game schedule ahead of them. And there are some. Interesting. It's looking like a very interesting schedule. The Warriors have a total of 30 primetime games. Not it's actually 40 if you national. Include NBA TV as a primetime game. but And we're going to just unravel all of it right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the schedule released last Wednesday, as you said. I mean, in my opinion, I think the Warriors are going to coast a lot this regular season. I mean, after a championship win, I mean, you don't take the regular season seriously. I mean, we saw this back with the KD Warriors after that 2016-2017 season. Uh, They kind of didn't take it seriously where, oh, the regular season doesn't mean anything. The season starts back in April or something like that in a few seasons ago but um this season's different you have a mixture of the vets and the mixture of the young guys so a lot of the expectation is is that the regular season is going to be the development for the young guys that's what i'm expecting um do you have that same mindset going in of this season especially with the wiseman coming in kaminga moses having that extra step yeah, I I think one of two things. I think lost my train of thought already. Jeez, it's been a while. Um, I think um, I think for any championship team, there is so some sort of thinking of the word. Oh, complacency. Yeah, and um, laziness. Just laziness. There's a uh, carelessness. I just can't think of the word. I don't know. I don't know. Disinterested. The season after winning a championship, that usually teams who played all the way until June, they only have July, August, September. They only have three and a half, four months off. Not as many as teams who maybe didn't make the playoffs. So. That team may have not obviously has not gotten a lot of rest, etc. And they could come into the regular season rusty. And we've seen that before. Um, do I think that the Warriors are gonna turn into the 2020, 2021 
lockdown season Warriors where there are no fans and they didn't make the playoffs and they lost both playing games? No. Um, do I think it's going to take some time for this group to mesh? Yes, because you're the Warriors are obviously relying on more young players this year. Um, but I think like I said in previous episodes before, well, we were in the same position in last year and every all Warriors fans were complaining about not doing enough and they only signed Otto Porter Jr., Andre Godala, and Nemanja Bialichka and then what happened? They won the championship. I mean, but the Warriors, they're going to be going into training camp with a roster of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, that's probably the starting lineup and then a bench of Jordan Poole, Dante DiVincenzo, who they signed to a two-year deal, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman. Then you add in the rookies that they drafted, Ryan Rollins from Toledo, Patrick Baldwin Jr. from the University of Milwaukee. Then they bought out John, Jermichael Green got bought out from Oklahoma City, and who was playing with Denver last year, and he signed with the Warriors. And then you're going to have players who were on the roster last year who could make that GP2 type leap when Quindary Weatherspoon and then uh, another rookie that the Warriors picked up in Lester Quinones, who could also be a two-way player, Guy Santos, who they drafted, guys who played in summer league. So they're going to have more of a youth movement, it looks like. But They're still following the two-timeline trend. Exactly. So, uh, and I, think I feel like they're going to – I saw in the playoffs for Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga, especially for Moses Moody, I think I think it can end up working if everything it goes could. Through. It could. And that's why um Warriors are probably leaning towards the youth this regular season, maybe. Uh, not maybe, it's probably like 65-35, where the vets take a step back. Steph, Clay, and Draymond aren't gonna play as many games. I would say they would probably play like 65, 68 games or something. Probably they don't play the back-to-backs. Um, especially Clay, I don't think that he would play a back-to-back ever again, especially coming off those two injuries, despite having a full off-season off. But, I mean, we've talked about, like, the over-under um, during, like, before we recorded. So, I mean, what do you think their win total is going to be, Zach? Like, do you think it's going to be, like, that 2016 season where they go balls out with the 73-win season, or they're just going to, like, coast a little bit, but, like, still be – like a really, really good team. I think the you have James Wiseman who's coming off a year of not playing at all. And he has according to the front office and according to the coaching staff and him coming out of college, he has such high upside of being an all star caliber big man in this league, which people can disagree with or agree with, whatever your opinion is. And I think you have so many young guys now that you're trying to incorporate into the roster that I think there will be some games where they lose because of the inexperience on the bench, etc. But I think there will be a lot of games that they win because you have Jordan Poole, who's emerging as a such a good role, such a good player coming off the bench, and such a good young player in this league who has the potential to be an all-star caliber player. And then guys like John, I think, coming gun Moses Moody developing, which is just going to make the Warriors even better. And that, I think that'll help win them some games. But I think if 
for my prediction, I think ceiling is probably 62 wins, 62 and 20. And I think the floor is probably 50. Um, I don't think that they will be below 50. I, I just, I think you look at the odds for Vegas, I think Boston's at 55 and a half, and then it drops to the Warriors at 51 and a half, but the Warriors are behind the Suns, Bucks, and Clippers. I think you probably take the over on that if you want my Vegas betting advice, even though I'm not 21, but all right. So I, I think I'm not going to give an exact prediction probably until the preseason and when the roster is finalized, but I think ceiling of 62 on the floor of 50 is probably where I'm at right now. Yeah. Uh, last season was 53 and 29. Uh, you could expect probably within that range. That's just me. I would say around 51 to probably high 50s just because I think the vets aren't going to play as much, like I said earlier. So um, that's what I think. I remember you posted this on the Twitter where March was going to be like the biggest stretch where they play playoff teams. Uh, Speaking of playoff teams, like how would you see the Western conference? Is it competitive? No, it is competitive, but like how competitive is it? Like, especially with think, all these teams in the West. I think it's I think it's competitive. I wouldn't say it's any more competitive. I I think you obviously will have a Clippers team who will become fully healthy with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um I think the Timberwolves are an interesting team adding Rudy Gobert. Um, so you have that twin tower type of presence uh, with Cat and Rudy Gobert, which we haven't seen in the league for a while. Um, I think you obviously have. Gosh, you obviously Phoenix. Have, yeah, yeah, you Phoenix. Exactly. You obviously have the Suns and. May not be the popular take, but you obviously have the Lakers, who I don't, who I don't think are going to be as bad as they were last year. Even though that bench looks horrendous, um, I think that they'll probably sneak into the playing game. I mean, I don't know why they're relying on thirty-eight-year-old LeBron James to carry the team and Anthony Davis, who is injury prone, injury prone, and only plays half the year. It seems like, um, but I think. I don't think there's going to be much change to the West. I think a team that won't be in the playoffs are probably the Jazz. Um, I don't think the Thunder are ready. I don't think the Rockets are ready. I think the Spurs won't be in it as they've just gone full tank mode. Um, For Victor Wenbayama. Yeah, he really does look like uh, Kevin Durant mixed with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, exactly. And Chet Holmgren's body. There you go. Um, I think the Blazers could be an interesting team, but I think if we're if I was going to choose a playoff teams in the West, not including playing, probably be the Warriors, the Clippers, the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Mavs. That's five. Mm-hmm. Denver Wolves. Denver. Denver. And I think you could either choose, and I think for that final spot, I think it comes between three teams and the Blazers, the Pelicans, and the Lakers. And I think the, I think it's hard to look not to not look at the Pelicans because the Pelicans, they give the Suns a run for their money, and that was without Zion Williamson. And you have a healthy Zion Williamson, 
that, that can be a very good young team. Um, so I think that's what I think that's how you look at the West. And I think if you were going to include that Lakers, mm, Pelicans, Blazers, Kings, all those teams are playing teams probably. Um, but I think the West will be competitive. Do I think the Warriors will be a bottom? Oh, heck no. No way. Your team in the West, bottom of the playoff picture? No, I think the Warriors will probably be up in the top five, top top four for sure. With Barring injury, if no injuries bar, happen. Bar, if everything goes according to plan and they're all healthy, I think it's a top four of the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the T Wolves, just because Rudy Gobert being that regular yeah, season like buff or something. T Wolves, the Clippers, yeah, all those teams I think will be top five. That's probably the top five in the West. If we're being honest, the Warriors, Grizzlies, Clippers, Nuggets, T Wolves, or Mavs. Those are probably your top teams in the West as of right now. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be a great season. Um, Moving ahead. So, I mean, we got to wait till October 18th for uh, the Lakers game against the Warriors. Uh, ring night, banner ceremony. Can't wait for that. I mean, it's $400 for nosebleed seats. Joe Lacob is crazy for that. Uh, he probably needs that money to pay for all this luxury tax because, you know, the Warriors are paying, like, what, uh, $300 million in luxury tax? So, uh, <laughs> if you somehow get tickets to that game, uh, you should probably resell it or something because you might get – a hundred bucks or something out of it. So, um, yeah, um, there, it was a pretty slow news day or days. Um, uh, but we have an interesting thing, or I don't know, it's like a, a rumor or something. Oh dear. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, it, it's an interesting bit, but, um, Stephen A. Smith, um, I don't know where he got this source from, but, uh, to keep it short, just to summarize it, uh, he stated that Jonathan Kaminga is having attitude issues where he's just kind of like, oh, he doesn't really care or like he's not trying as hard because we kind of seen it in summer league, right? Where Jonathan Kaminga thinks he's too good for the summer league and he's just not really trying as much. Like, what do you think of that report, Zach? Do you think you just take that with a grain of salt or do you think there's like some validity here? Um, I don't know what to take of it, honestly, because I don't think Joe, I'm going to turn into conspiracy theorist and private <laughs> investigator really quick, but I don't think Joe Lake leaked that. Um, I think it, it's not evident that Jonathan Kaminga has, um, evident that he has fresh loses his temper etc like Stephen A. Smith was saying I don't think that's been shown at all but I think you could tell in some parts of summer league he was easily frustrated etc I don't think I'm taking too much from it um I don't think that's I think with such a high ceiling he has I'm not too worried about it I think Overall, I just really ignore that stuff. I don't really look too deep into it, if we're being honest. But 
But I mean, it is interesting though, right? Like, yes, it is news and it was on ESPN today. So, I mean. You know. I feel like ESPN is grasping at straws because it's a really slow NBA news day, news weeks, especially since KD rescinded his trade. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, if you guys aren't familiar with what's going on in the NBA world, uh, KD rescinded his trade after a lot of back and forth between him and the management. I feel like this was expected because KD signed a four-year contract. So he's basically locked into the nets for the next four years. So um, yeah, there's that. Um, what do you think of that, Zach? Do you think that was expected? You didn't think, you didn't think much of that KD trade, did you? No, I didn't think that he was going anywhere. Um, there's some part of me who thinks he just does that for trolling, um, that he tries to just do that. Just he does it a lot. He does it a lot on Twitter. He tries. He always talks to. Uh, I, don't know. I don't really. It's uh, all this stuff. All this stuff is for ratings and views and etc but i'm glad katie came and came to agreement with the nets just to end all this drama i guess you could call it even though i wasn't really paying attention to it because he wasn't going to go anywhere (laughs) no 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 you were paying attention you were paying attention yeah i was paying attention because i thought that the him coming back to golden state was interesting but did I think he was going to a place like Phoenix or Memphis or Philadelphia? No, because I don't think any team would have answered to Brooklyn's demands at all. No, which I think you realistically look at it, which I think it, it, you can consider it a mistake because it's obviously freaking Kevin Durant. But I think, like we said before when you trade for a guy like Kevin Durant, you're basically giving up all your depth and your bench pieces to have a 2019 Warriors team where you have that really good starting five and then you have no one at at depth to back you up and you're playing guys like Jacob Evans and Quinn Cook in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it was so top-heavy that – um, it was basically oh, their due. Alfonso McKinney, that's right. Or, oh, and Jonas Drebko. Yeah, Jonas Drebko. I still remember that game in the second game of the year against Utah where he had that tip-in buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah that, was a good, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we still have just over a month, a month and a half left to the Warriors kick it off. Um, so probably sometime in September is when preseason starts. Obviously, I think the Warriors are going to Japan, so that should be fire. I will not be waking up at 3 a.m. to watch preseason games, though. So. Me neither. No one is in, in the um, States, unless you're, like, dedicated or you're, like, you live in Japan. We're dedicated, but we ain't 3 a.m. dedicated, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we talking preseason? Come on now. Um, but that'll conclude episode number 107 of the Seven. I'm pretty damn it, sure it's one of seven. It is 107. 107. 107 of the Catching Dubs podcast. Um, appreciate all you for sticking with us, staying tuned during the dog days of the off season. We're almost there, folks. 
2022-2023 NBA season. The Warriors looking to go back-to-back. No, no jinx. Um, follow us on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod, and we'll uh, catch you in the next one. Peace out.